0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Going in raw is now a
0: CastBox
1: original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best.
0: Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl Sasha Banks, Legit Boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that?
1: What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time, and here's lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This <laughs> is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendos, Steve here. And Larson. And hey, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening hey, to. And Larson here, right here, here YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Well, we're a fine here. Are. Larson is the raw review. What the hell are we
2: doing in front of all these people? Oh, we're changing things up. Uh, recaps as well as new shows. All our uh, weekday uh, shows are now live so here's the deal for everybody patrons yeah. instead of getting these uh, recap shows exclusive to them they get exclusive post shows what's the post show called post, post show, show yay, yay or nay. nay a half hour uh cornucopia of entertainment man
1: yesterday was uh maybe the thing i'm most proudest of in my life uh we reviewed we did some live reactions to old-timey wrestling yeah, and uh, took questions. And oh yeah, it was just a lot of it was a lot of stupidity. It's a work in progress, but we figured, listen, we really enjoy doing the Monday and Friday show lives. Mm-hmm. Why don't we do all these lives? Plus, you can get a little more of that super chat action. Hey, oh, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, and then on the flip side, we say, hey, you know what? We want to do something also better for the patrons. Obviously, we get you know patrons coming in looking at the the live stream recap episodes. So now we have like. A full dedicated extra post show episode thing. Why are you snickering over there? I'm just reading the uh, reading chat here. Yeah. Well, now everybody now live for everybody
2: means uh, they get to see our botches as well. Yeah, which are plentiful to see how professional this this production Isn't. really is. <laughs> uh, exactly. First super chat: Trey Saunders, two dollars. About to be out the door for work, but wanted to say hi, hi Trey, hi, hi, hi.
1: Uh, so yeah, uh, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. So yeah, uh, if you do once $1 a month, you get one of the post shows per week, the Monday post show. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you do $5 a month, you get five post shows per week. So it's like an extra episode of going in raw every Monday through Friday. So every day except for the weekends. Weekends are ours. You can't have those. No, those are ours. Those are ours. Unless (laughs) it's a pay-per-view then we're here working. (laughs) Exactly. Otherwise, they belong to us. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. Uh, And then, of course, we're also on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. We're going to get some new designs up there very shortly. And, of course, uh, the proceeds from July and August for Pro Wrestling Tees are going to the family of Virgil Flynn, uh, the local wrestling promoter who passed Mm -hmm. away recently. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, we're also at the Frendo Market. Oh, man, I forgot. We have this big announcement, too. Uh, I do not want to make this announcement. Which announcement? We have signed our very first guest. Next month is, or I'm sorry, September is a very, the end of August is a very special time because we're going to be, just shush, we're going to be at StarCast. Um, I have the the shirt like 90% done. We're going to do an exclusive StarCast shirt. I am curious about this though. I want to ask the people out there because you and I talked about this last night. The shirt right now as it stands is a Chicago flag themed shirt, right? With our logo in the middle. I'm very happy with it. I'm going to make some tweaks to it. Right now, it does not have the word StarCast or all in 2018 on it, although I could do that. I don't think it's necessary. Would people rather have those words on it or not have those words on it? Yes. What would you prefer if you're looking to buy this shirt? Because I'm not sure if it has limited appeal if it has words on it. I don't know if it has more appeal if it has those words on
2: it. Yes, yeah, so please because share your opinion. People might
1: want to celebrate the event or they might because they're not there, they might not want to celebrate the event.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Well, I th- I, th- I think the design is inspired enough by chicago that it's 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 obvious it's particular for that event but at the same time it still is general enough that anybody could appreciate it
1: i don't maybe i think right now maybe it hits, that's uh, right
2: it it's that sweet spot maybe that's but if right. there's if there's max
1: johnson says i definitely want those words on the shirt i think guy dude says not which i think is his vote maybe right. he's talking about joe graham also. says yes you could have all in and starcast on the sleeves. That's not we're not compromising here. It's one or the other. Black yeah, or white people. Yeah. Yeah. Hellbringer says at least put starcast in it. A Chicago theme is enough to make me get it at Starcast. So I'm telling you. It makes it limited edition give it more appeal. Does that mean more people will buy it?
2: We want as much money as possible. That's really whatever is going to lead to more sales is what we're going to do. Chase says, yes. I hate explaining shirts to people.
1: <laughs> Does that happen often with you, Chase? <laughs> so I don't know. but Maybe I got to do a flipping. Uh, here's the problem with doing a poll. I know how this is going to turn out, dude. 50-50, man. It's going to turn out
2: 50-50. Yeah. So I don't know what to do. I don't know. Just follow, just, just do what you what you think is, is best, or we should do what we think is best design-wise. Well, is because is you're, best te- you're
1: telling part? me what I should do is best, and I kind of feel like the words are best, but you seem to think that it's not. So I don't know. I mean, I think aesthetically, if I look at
2: it with words, without, I like it better without. Really? In See, I like it better
1: with because I like stuff
2: happening. Yeah, no, but I feel like there is a lot of stuff happening, especially with the way the the borders are around the logo. There's never enough stuff. No, there is enough stuff. No. You're like a maximalist to the nth degree. Yes. And I like to dial it back a little bit. Look at this and look at that. Yes, after StarCast,
1: the shirt will be put on the Frendo market. Yes, Yes, it will be available. That's kind of what we're asking because we want it to be available for everybody. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it will make no poll. dent at all. Do the Twitter poll. Maybe oh, it, it'll, be the, it'll poll. be the
2: rare occasion where there's, there's there's strongly held opinion one way or the other.
1: <laughs> Lindsey Lindsay DX says, you put you bullshit on the shirt. That's a good
2: idea. <laughs> I could do that, I guess.
1: Uh, let me see what the Discord has to say. Uh, let's see here. Uh, nobody's really commenting in the Discord about this. All right.
2: Fair enough. We got some more Super Chats here. Joe Juarez, $2. Steven Larson, milking us dry with these Super Chats. You don't have to. Here's the thing. You don't, you don't have, have to. to we do love it. it. We we appreciate it, obviously. Very much so, but you don't have to do it. OJ Strawberry, five dollars. Just got promoted, so I upped my pledge from five dollars to twenty dollars. Thank you. Words make it tacky. Thanks for making my drive a lot less boring. You deserve it. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Um well, I don't think words themselves make it tacky. Well, I, I'm just
1: reading what somebody said in chat. No, I
2: know. I'm just voicing my opinion. Oh. Um, Saul FGC ten dollars rating system. Zero not gonna happen to eh. Uh-uh. Two, two sweet. Three, many. Four, four real. Five, mecca worthy. Six plus, top notch best. Minus one or lower, luchando.
1: That, that's kind of funny,
2: actually. The the many one. I like the many. Yes, three many. How many? How many many does it get? Three many. Three many. Three many.
1: <laughs> how many many? Uh,
2: Reggie Torian, two dollars. Just the Chicago flag theme, like the Bullet Club Chicago shirt. That's kind of what 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 it is, and I think that's that's cool. All right all right that's just my take all right we'll see we'll see what that's about just take. a 2018 on it
1: is that even too limiting
2: well it depends how it's implemented man interesting Adam all right mayhem two dollars out of mayhem limited starcast edition t-shirt
1: okay speaking of which
2: here's the announcement what is he talking about here's the announcement Larson. what is he talking about Steve? what do you mean what is he
1: talking you're the one who's gonna make this announcement here's, oh i am here's i was prepared,
2: prepared for this you gonna put the thing up yeah. i haven't seen this yet look at that why, superstar in quotations? That should be all bold. Current H-Champion Adam Mayhem is going to be at StarCast. I can't wait.
1: Appearing at the Going In Raw booth with the H-Championship. Wow. Adam Mayhem.
2: Huge breaking news. He's going to be at StarCast. Oh, my gosh. I was already excited for StarCast. We're not going to be able to sell any of those now shirts. I'm now I'm doubly excited. We're not going to be able to sell any of those No, man. People want to come and meet Adam Mayhem. He is the H-Champion, he has all of our. H-Champion. Yeah. He's H-Champion for everyone.
1: <laughs> Look at that immediately. Boo, selling all my ticks. Boo, boo, several boos. We're
2: running our franchise into the ground. another boo. No way, man. Definitely not going now. No, this is all good. This is engagement. This is like when Roman comes out and gets a reaction. Just because it's loud, it's good. <laughs> Same thing.
1: <laughs>
2: Same thing. This is totally good. <laughs>
1: Look at Adam in chat. Come on, man. You're the champion. Get out of chat. What are you doing? <laughs> See there. Hell yeah. Look at the engagement right there. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, oh,
2: Jonathan, $2. Minimalism
1: is real. See, this Agreed. is, is kind of why I like doing the show live. Yeah.
2: Because the reactions are everything. Yeah.
1: Adam Mayhem <laughs> is a scrub. Wow. Now,
2: people like the boo Adam Mayhem because wow. they like him. <laughs> Cronin15, 10 pounds. Hey, Steve. Here, Ann Larson, watching Sold Out 97, eating... S- what, what are Savaloys? And listening to my favorite friendos review raw, it's... Is this real life? Real. What's, what's Savaloys? You, you've been in the united what, kingdom uh, what's what now s-a-v-a-l-o-y-s Savaloy's. oh i have no idea man i don't know all right you want to talk raw
1: yeah man let's talk
2: raw oh let's first we got to do a shout out for the thumb image
1: oh yeah um at jazz so at, Nickel. yeah jazz mickle um i think uh she goes by queen jazz on on her twitter um Created so this a bunch of awesome of a, yes. a bunch of people throw out some, like, a bunch of very clear, like, the diddly doodler. I know threw one out there. I think of, like, maybe Brock looking at the Playboy with Sable on it. That was sort of a common joke that I saw on Twitter. Um, but then uh, well, this one was great because it's got our comic book on it, which you can get this is the last day for Patreon.
2: Oh, did get, get it? $20 for the yes, Friendo yes.
1: Care package because we got a whole new shipment of comic books coming in. So, yeah, we're going to be sending those out soon. And then all the rest of the, all the larges and mediums. For the Slaya shirts, those are here. We're gonna be packaging them up and sending them out today. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of those, like, you know, they've been waiting for a
2: little while because you're randomly mediums. So yeah. Anyways. Alright, uh, now let's talk about Raw.
1: So Raw in a nutshell, what'd you think? Yeah, yeah, I really
2: liked the Lesnar stuff. I thought that was all pretty entertaining. I thought the Lesnar stuff was great. Um, I really did. I thought it was a I, I thought I, it had direction. Yeah, and it's a shame that's not what they did leading up to Mania. Yeah, I, agree. I think if they'd spent you know the the span of time between the Rumble and Mania doing stuff like this—they've mm-hmm. been a heck of a lot more effective, and people might actually got somewhat behind Roman Reigns a little bit.
1: Yeah, let me scan. Over. Now I feel like they're
2: trying to jam two months worth of story into about four weeks.
1: There was a lot of there was a lot of good stuff, but some I will say this: this episode solidified that some some mighty have fallen. I'm not talking about TM61, but we had Bobby Lashley go from the Universal Title scene essentially. To Elias and I, you and I both love Elias. Yeah, Elias isn't sniffing any titles anytime soon.
2: No, that's not gonna happen. You had uh Finn Balor do the job to Baron Corbin, yeah, that was irritating. And then you had Bob Roode furbly <laughs> entrench himself in the lower midcard, dude, in the loser's locker room. I know he was
1: in there with Heath Slater and Rhino, the Ascension, Zach Ryder, Zach Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Kurt Hawkins. And Bobby Roode, why did he even walk in
2: there? Don't he, go in there. You should have seen that script and said, I'm out of here. Yeah, don't go in that locker room. Don't go in that locker room, Bobby Roode.
1: Oh, man, that was the worst. It's pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Pretty bad. But then there was also I thought there was a lot of good. I didn't. I wasn't. I, I don't like scrub finishes generally. But we both called that yesterday. Oh,
2: it was it was the oh, Seth Drew was thing. Happen. The match was really good up up until that point. I know it was a really good match. Drew's incredible. Seth is incredible. Anyways, it started out with Roman Reigns. No, it uh, started out with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman backstage uh, in the arena in Miami. Oh just yeah. Standing in front of like a, a landscape painting. Yeah. They weren't admiring the painting. No. Nor were they talking to each other. They were just no. standing there. Yeah.
1: Was, I thought it was a close-up. It wasn't a close-up on Brock? No, it was a, a two-shot. It, it, it start on close-up close and, and go back? And go okay, back. all right. And there's
2: Heyman, and there's Lesnar, and there's, there's, there's this landscape painting.
1: Was, they were just milling. They weren't doing anything.
2: No, they are just standing there. They are like mannequins. That was weird. Who kind just of. does that? Yeah, who just stands next to a painting and okay. not look at it? Hey, if what you're going to stand is, next to a painting, look at it. What do you guys admire want me to do? See if it makes you feel anything. That's what paintings are there for. Brock feel. You think Brock appreciates art man? He, Hell no He apparently uh, appreciates his outdoor magazines
1: yeah, He loves his, his outdoor magazines Circa 1986 Yeah I know Those things look super old It's pretty funny It's a nice touch It was pretty funny That was, nice <laughs>
2: was, was, no, was pretty funny So I don't know why they were staying in front of that painting Like it would have been, been an interesting moment I think the painting was just there I think you're reading too much you know, into no, it man No the painting what they there. Done is, is 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 have them stand there look at the painting Yeah And like Heyman You know He seems like a, a, a really thoughtful guy kind Looks at bad. it Yeah Has a thought Lesnar takes the painting off the wall and destroys it. Yeah. Because that's like, you know, I don't know. i tell Brock Lesnar doesn't really appreciate art.
1: I don't think... Th- well, no, I don't think he... I think he's ambivalent. I think he doesn't care. I don't think... It's just... It's just...
2: It's just there. It's just there. It's just colors on the wall. Does, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not
1: a person. It's not like trying to talk to him, so he's fine with it. Could be. He probably prefers art to people, to be honest with you. Because I don't Maybe. think he likes people very much. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, after that, we got a Roman Reigns promo where he comes out and he says... See, I love coming out here and getting these reactions. Which so are,
2: shout out to Miami. You're always loud. Yeah. He telling l- you.
1: Roman's thing is decibels. He doesn't care exactly. if it's cheers exactly. or booze.
2: It's decibels. As long as the volume is to his liking, <laughs> shout out to that city. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
1: He seemed to have a little spring in his step last night. Yeah, I wonder did. if they told him, hey, we're definitively, definitively going in the direction of you winning.
2: But he's been through this plenty of times. I'm sure he knows. It's like He's like Charlie Brown, dude, in that universal
1: championship yeah. is football. Yep. Yep. That I think Vince is the Lucy in that situation. Yes. So anyway, yeah, he cuts a promo. He gets interrupted by Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman comes out. Uh he says a bunch of stuff that Paul Heyman usually says.
2: He says Brock's here, but he's not coming out. And
1: then Roman chill Roman says, Paul, why don't you shut up? And uh and Heyman
2: is saying that he that Brock was gonna win, be a two sport champion, yeah. he goes to the UFC. And then Roman says, um, you know, if Brock comes to SummerSlam, I'm gonna make him Roman Reigns' Um, bitch, they,
1: uh, they, they do this thing now. They've been, they do it every once in a while. Roman, you, as you mentioned before, Roman talks about the being shoved down your throat thing quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, last night, Paul Heyman made reference to. Um, I remember Ryan Satin tweeted out the meme of this, where it's like the definition of insanity. Yeah, yeah, Doing yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing multiple times. Over and times. over again, expecting a different
2: result. Right, yes. and so
1: Heyman brought that up, and I wonder if that had a reference to like sort of the social media aspect of, have, of the response to Roman versus Brock. Uh, so we brought that up, and uh, yeah, so then he was like, like, like you said, he said, "I'm going to make Brock my bitch at SummerSlam." Yeah. Um, backstage, uh, Brock is reading a magazine, The Backwoodsman. It
2: looks like it was something from the '60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: It does it pretty old. The cover looks very kind of old like,
2: yeah, it has like sort of a
1: had like an old-timey painting on it of like a, of what I think a backwoodsman that, would that's be,
2: depending that he might appreciate. Yeah, probably not so much seascapes or landscape, but maybe like you know, man hunting. Yeah, that could be stuff like that. He probably appreciates that stuff.
1: Why doesn't he just do this? this, this I have a lot of questions here about Brock because later on, he, later on, he asked Paul if he got his money, and Paul said, "Yes, you've completed your contractually obligated." Obliga- yeah. Just sitting in the back. Well, reading should imagine. Yeah. Doesn't the obligation require him being in the? Out in front of a depends camera on, like a real on
2: camera not a fly-on-the-wall camera Depends on the terms of his contract if it, if it just means he has to be present at the area then. No, that's a weird if he has certain that's things a weird he has to deal I don't know man. It's, an Oddball I, it's also weird to me that Paul Heyman as essentially Brock Lesnar's manager. Mm-hmm. um Has a contract with WWE That's weird. Yeah, and that's them acknowledging that Heyman is is talent not actually Brock Lesnar's manager. All sorts
1: of, it, but here's the thing: it would not surprise all sorts of legal shenanigans with the McMahons. you know. Oh, yeah, you can have a contract with him, but I got 25 percent because you have to sign this contract
2: first. Maybe. Anyways, I don't know. Anyways, Brock's backstage reading The Backwoodsman. <laughs> In walks Paul Heyman. <laughs> Um, Paul Heyman was kind of running down what uh, Roman Reigns said to him. He was
1: trying to awkwardly show it to him on his phone. Yeah. Because Brock was like, you know, I don't watch Raw. I'm not watching Raw right now. And it's like, clearly, there's no TV here. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be
2: right here. You're watching the Backwoodsman.
1: Exactly. So Paul tries to show Brock what's going on. Brock doesn't care. And then he said, here, type in my code. And then Brock says, what, this one? And then he just chucks the phone yeah, at the wall. Yeah, you threw his phone. you hear a breaking sound yeah, indicating he, of the phone, broke Paul's phone. Uh broke phone. So then uh, Paul gets a little freaked. So Brock is just pissy these days, apparently. Yeah, man. He seems so jovial in the UFC.
2: And then he comes to the WWE and he's pissy. Yeah, he doesn't like being put out. <laughs> He's being inconvenienced by being in Miami and not being on his land. Is he devaluing the title by acting like it's just this is an obligation? <laughs> kind of. I just
1: don't want to be here. Yeah. This title's ugly.
2: Yeah. Oh, it was great when later on Kurt Angle said Brock Lesnar is the worst Universal Champion of that all time. That was, know, that was pretty funny. That uh, was that was pretty funny.
1: So then we kicked the uh, then we kicked off match in ring competition action with Finn Balor versus Constable. Hey Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. Um, they gave this match a ton of time. Yeah, they gave this match a lot of time. It was a decent match except for the end, which didn't see the guy you should win, be winning. who win. I wanted to see win.
2: Well, not just who we want to see win, who should be winning matches. Baron Corbin, as you constable— You told me yesterday
1: this was going to be a blow-off match and Finn was going to win and go on to win the IC well, title. that was my hopes. That didn't happen. Well, no, I
2: didn't say win the IC title. So maybe compete for it. Very um, upset you now. Well, that's just what I thought was going to happen. Just because I'm the, the current Discord champion doesn't mean I know all the predictions, for Steve. Well, you really should. Um, anyways, yeah, no, it feels like Baron in his role as Constable doesn't really need to win matches.
1: Yeah, I don't know where they go. I will say this, though. I did really appreciate the small moment between Brock and Baron in the ring, and then Baron, of course, back down. Yeah. But still, I kind of like that moment. I'd like to see Baron. I don't know. I like Baron. I, want I him, do too. I want him to do well. But he doesn't
2: really need to win matches right now.
1: No, and Finn, Finn really Balor does. really needs to win matches. Really but he does. didn't
2: win. Baron Corbin won with an end of days, and afterwards, Corbin just attacked Finn more. hmm Yeah. So are we going to get like a real blow off?
1: I think there's going to SummerSlam with this, dude. It's yeah, probably. It's three weeks away.
2: Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh,
1: after that, we had Paul Heyman backstage. Uh, Kurt Angle uh, threatened to fire Heyman from his WWE contract. If Brock doesn't show up in the ring tonight,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he needs to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we also had Alicia Fox backstage. Uh, Alexa Bliss comes up to her and just says, hey, you know.
2: Uh, well, you she get- says Mickey James isn't cleared to compete tonight. Yeah. So. Uh, Alicia Fox taking on Italia. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Alexa Bliss is saying, you know, I, I'll go out there with you and make sure Ronda Rousey doesn't get involved.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had the match. That match. Natalia versus Alicia Fox. Natalia was joined mm-hmm. at ringside uh, by Ronda Rousey, and uh, Alexa Bliss came out with Alicia Fox.
2: Yeah. Um, um, finished the match. Saw uh, Alicia Fox kind of get in Ronda Rousey's face, started talking some trash. Ref was distracted, trying to break that up. In the Meantime, Bliss cheap shots Natalia, and then Fox hits uh, a boot, pins Natalia, picks up the win, and afterwards, Ronda Rousey just destroys everybody. Yeah.
1: Um, I thought it was cool
2: I like Ronda Rousey yeah. I like
1: that they're they're doing that thing as kind of her finish the thing where she
2: just like, oh kind of like Buddy Murphy's finisher kind yeah. of well, yeah kind of yeah. a little bit
1: yeah um, I think it's a cool looking move and it seems easy for her to execute mm-hmm. and that's yeah, cool I mm-hmm. like it
2: mm-hmm. uh, next we had Lesnar and Heyman backstage again Heyman um, was doing all he could to convince Brock to go out to the ring yeah without telling him what Angle told him yeah right um, and then it kind of culminated in Brock saying, why don't you go and get me a steak? Yeah. He said, steak, medium well. I figure he'd be more like a medium rare guy. Yeah. Yeah. Or just um, like bloody. Yeah.
0: Just, you know. Baked
2: potato and steamed broccoli. Lightly, lightly just put it on Lightly grill. charred on each side. Yeah. yeah.
1: For like a moment, just put it on there and then it's good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was taken aback by medium rare. Yeah. He likes his meat tough, I guess. I
1: guess so. Yeah, it's funny because Heyman's supposed to be this, like, master morale leader guy. Like, he convinced people in ECW to do ridiculous things for, like, a hot dog. For no money, yeah. For no money. And then he, like, wouldn't pay them, and people were cool with that. And But he can't convince Brock Lesnar to do what he wants him to do, so I don't know.
2: I don't know either. Um, let's take a timeout here, do a couple super chats. Jeffrey Nguyen, $3. Adam Mayhem, heat. Boo. Whoa, boo. Really, He's your age champion, too. Wow. Saul FGC, $2. You mean Brock doesn't feel... He doesn't feel. Feel. Yeah. Um, Next, um, Natalia, Ronda Rousey, and Kurt Angle all backstage. Um, And Ronda says, I'm tired of all these hijinks by Alexa Bliss. I want to fight, but if I fight now, I'm going to get suspended again. And Kurt Angle says, okay, you get to take on uh, Alicia Fox next week, Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. And that seemed to satisfy Ronda Rousey.
1: Very happy about that. Um, Making her raw debut. Man, for being such a rookie, Ronda Rousey's pretty damn good. Like they, I'm I'm assuming this is like Triple H and Stephanie kind of guiding her path, um, but it's it's being done very very effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool, and I, I and I like also on the, uh, you know, on the advertising for this, you know, she has a very prominent spot. Like there's Brock and Roman, like in the main new graphic thing they have is like Brock and Roman, and then Alexa and Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's really cool. She's she's able to handle the spotlight really really well. And they're giving her just enough.
2: Do you think they might do this? I don't think they will. She's going to win the Universal Championship? No, they might have. That'd be rad. Rousey Bliss main event SummerSlam. Maybe. So that way people won't boo the end of the show.
1: So, like, I've heard, I think we've all heard sort of relentlessly for the past six months or so, and it always ends up being nothing, but you know, that they're always concerned about the reaction that another Brock Roman match is going to get. I just saw some flipping meme about it
2: earlier. Yeah, yeah. No sourcing. Maybe out if that's a worry,
1: then don't have a main event. But, yeah, I mean, and that could be the thing. Like, if you have Ronda Rousey win the title, people love Ronda Rousey, especially when she puts on these surprisingly decent matches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good way to get people out. They got the Evolution thing coming up pretty soon. Um, there's zero reason why they shouldn't have, you know, Ronda Rousey main event SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Why not, mm-hmm. you know? Uh let's see here. We had uh after that we had Elias. Oh yeah, an Elias promo. He's dropping a promo, ripped off a pretty decent solo. He said uh, I have got the most popular album in the country. I beat out names like Taylor Swift a couple others. And then he referred to my favorite part is uh he says, you know, this town that uh that, that worships oh, Pitbull. a piece of garbage like Pitbull. And The Rock. So that's going to set up WrestleMania for Elias. Good for him. Um, He was interrupted by Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Lashley should be above this. He really should be. But mm-hmm. he's gonna totally going to have a SummerSlam match. It's not going to be in the pre-show because I think they think bigger of Lashley and Elias. Yeah. Both of them.
2: Yeah. But it'll be early in the card and be relatively short. But, man, how do you... uh? get from the the outside just outside the universal title this scene. doesn't
1: I'll put it this way this doesn't feel a like mid-card. a step up to for Elias but it so it feels like a almost like a step down for him and it feels like a step down for Lashley mm-hmm. it's weird
2: mm-hmm. so yeah uh anyways, anyways, Elias yeah. Uh, invites Bobby Lashley to sing with him he uh-huh. starts um, strumming Rock and Robin starts mm-hmm. singing and uh Bobby Lashley is game he sings along yeah man um, but uh in the midst. Of the singing, um, Elias attacks Bobby Lashley, Mm -hmm. grabs a mic, um, and says something to him, setting up match. And then Lashley turns it on him and, you know, throws him around a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get
1: that at SummerSlam. That's fine. That's good. I just sort of find it interesting that they went. They took, they had Bobby Lashley in an absolute nothing feud with Sami Zayn, instantly elevated him to kind of periphery of Universal title scene, and then instantly brought him back down to Earth. Way back down to Earth. Yeah. Although I think an Elias program is bigger than a Sami Zayn program, especially because Elias is really entertaining, regardless of what... Like, creative never really gives him anything. He just goes out there and does. Yeah. Um, with Sami Zayn, they just had
2: some really, really awkward creative. Oh, it was creative. An awful creative. Yeah. Uh, next, Baron Corbin's backstage, and he's approached by Kevin Owens with a towel, bottle of water. Same Kevin out.
1: Owens has a concern. Good job on your win. Yeah, he says that, but then he has a concern. He says... Man, uh, I have a match at SummerSlam that says if I win, I get to be new Mr. Money in the Bank. And if Braun Strowman has said that if Brock hits the ring, uh, he might cash in on him. So if he does that tonight, I'm going to lose my opportunity. Mm -hmm. You have to do something about this. And Barron says, no, I don't. Uh, Brock is Kurt Angle's problem. Smart move. And uh, you're on your own. Uh, after that, we had Braun Strowman versus Jinder Mahal. Of course, this stemmed from last week when Jinder tried to uh, help Braun uh, calm down a little bit. Yeah. Find some
2: peace. Yes, didn't Shanti. work. Didn't work, though. Shanti. No, because Braun has a mantra of his own, get these hands. Exactly. So the match barely began when uh, Kevin Owens appeared to ringside and tried to steal the Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> yeah. And so Braun gives chase. um uh, at one point, Kevin Owens throws the briefcase to Sunil Singh. Mm-hmm. Braun destroys him. Mm-hmm. Shoulder tackle. Grabs the briefcase, but continues to chase Kevin Owens up the ramp and backstage. Yeah. He gets counted out. Jinder Mahal beats Braun Strowman yes. by count out. Yes,
1: Good good job, modern-day Maharaja. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, Strowman, Kevin Owens should be one of the more fun feuds over the next couple weeks. Oh, yes. These, these two guys are endlessly entertaining. Um, Kevin Owens, I think he tweeted out a picture of uh, the Universal title with him when it was getting name his nameplate name yeah. on it. Yeah. So, man, I'm telling you. How oh, great I think it would be, be great. By the end of SummerSlam,
2: we get Kevin Owens as Universal Champion. I think that would be stellar. That could happen. It would be a massive face turn for Kevin Owens. That could totally happen. Uh, next, we got Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin backstage. Uh, Baron Corbin hands Kurt Angle his phone. Stephanie is on phone, and uh, uh, Stephanie... Issues some orders to Kurt Angle, and he says, yes, I understand. We must protect our main event. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. But we don't know exactly what quite yet. Yeah. Uh, next.
1: I mentioned this earlier. This was great. Oh, man, this was fantastic. So Mojo Rawley has found himself in what I call the loser's locker room because it's just shock. there was no title under there. But there was – wait, was is Ty on SmackDown or Raw? SmackDown. He's on SmackDown. Okay, so it makes sense that he's not there. Kurt uh, Hawkins, uh, Zack Ryder. The Ascension, uh, Heath Slater, Slater, Slater and Rhino, and then oh, and Canellus. Uh, yes, who looks amazing these days. So they're all hanging out in the losers' locker room. Um, the Ascension are sort of like the the low key comedy act, though, because uh, they 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 get on them and like right before Mojo comes in and says something, the Ascension are talking and like Connor say, or Victor says something like. Oh, you mean do it the other way, like this. And he starts walking his fingers back. I, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was hilarious. Yeah, I don't
2: know what it was either. It
1: was so funny. And then uh, Raleigh comes in, and he just starts being really rude to people. Yeah, he's,
2: he's, saying, he's calling out everybody in the locker room.
1: He says, I've run through the locker room. I sent No Way Jose back to catering, which I'm not sure what that even means. Does he spend a lot of time at catering, or does he actively participate in the cooking of food? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I thought he was like a party guy. He orders the catering
2: yeah 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 he throws the party
1: fiestas yes yeah right so i don't know what that man um and so he's just sort of crapping on everybody he uh points over zacharyte he says yeah I, I left this guy in the dust too zacharyte is like whoa he said, hey bro hey bro and then uh and we then, hear a slow clap yeah which is the best kind of clap and it's bob Roode. <laughs> it's bob Rude. i'm like bob why are you straying in <laughs> this locker room and run. <laughs> turn and run full sprint out of here man you don't belong here what did Mojo had a good burn on him, too? He said something about his catchphrase. Oh, he says, you're not going to be able to catchphrase your way out of this or something Ooh. like that. Oh, man. That's a good burn. I feel like And then they got into a fight. It, it seemed real. It seemed like a shoot fight. Yeah. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. They were brawling on the ground. Though. And everybody was all cheering for it and stuff. This is like one of my favorite segments. Man. <laughs> this is great because it all took place in the loser's locker room. <laughs> Like, the, I didn't know that there was, like, a loser's locker room. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I guess so. Uh, all the winners hang out at, like, a gorilla position, I guess. Anyways, let's take some super chats, Lars.
2: Yeah, we got a couple more. OG sneakerhead, $10. Brock just got over with me, and all he had to do was sit and read a magazine. Mm-hmm. Also, the demon is coming to SummerSlam. If not, it'll be an issue feud, and I agree with Steve Finn for intercontinental or universal title. Yeah, man. He needs a title.
1: Max Johnson, $5. Am I the only one who wants to add ginder to KO versus Braun so he wins and cashes in on Roman uh, to be the first person to be the WWE and Universal Champion? I think before I read that, you were the only person, but now I am too. I would love to see Ginder get the Universal title (laughs) at SummerSlam. That'd be fantastic. That'd be awesome. Oh,
2: I love that. Uh, Next, we had Apollo Crews taking on Akam from Authors of Pain. Authors of Pain did a quick little picture-in-picture picture promo. Mm-hmm, yeah, he was all right. Yeah, I was not impressed. Um, and then Achem lost.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love Apollo Cruz though. Man, is awesome. Is so is Akim the the backstage uh, attitude issue? What's going on with these guys? I don't know. I don't did understand. he poop in somebody's duffel bag? And they're like, hey, that's not cool any anymore. Of this. It's weird.
2: Authors right? of Pain seems like the the, the 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 easiest team to book. Yeah, right. They go out there and destroy everybody. Yeah, right. And then win titles, and that's it. That's
1: all you have to do. Yeah, it's not them. hard. No, it's not at all. And yet they can't. They don't do that. No, they don't do that at all. It's weird. Like sometimes they're even on main event, not in the main event, but on, on the main show, event. Main event. The most ironically, and then and show, then Akam gets <laughs> pinned with a roll up. Yeah. By Apollo Crews, who's great, by the way. Yeah, he's great. And he seemed very
2: genuinely happy to pick up this win. Just, he hasn't really been established as...
1: He's two steps... Titus Worldwide is like two steps away from being in that loser's locker room. Mm-hmm. They really are, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But it seems like really Akam and are sort of belonging there now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, man, what the heck? There's zero buzz around them anymore. No. There's no like, that was... Boy. Man. Like, I'm not going to say it was an Ascension-type fall, but...
2: Maybe it is. I just don't understand
1: it. I don't know, man. They decided
2: they're they going to focus their tag division on comedy acts. I guess so. And if I guess it's asked to send the, the case, then there's no place for authors and pain there because they're the furthest thing from a comedy act. But I'm telling you, man, one of those guys.
1: No, that'd be cool. I could, I could see them in a comedy act. that would be fun. Yeah, yeah.
2: They take their like. Uh, I mean, they can they can use heavy machinery's gimmick. Yeah, there you go. Or they can like you know. I don't know. They should do like a weekend. Maybe they'll they'll take their 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 tag team name them more literal, so they're authors, and they yeah, come out right. with, with the glasses, reading like, glasses. Sammy Zayn yeah. used to wear typewriters. They start like yeah, yeah. They read some of their
1: works to the mm-hmm. crowd, to the mm-hmm. live crowd, kind of like a Landy Potho thing. Yeah. He was a genius. he would be great poetry. Yeah, how fun would it be if they did a weekend at Bernie's thing with uh, Paul Ellering, but he wasn't dead. All right, <laughs> <laughs> they just would prop him up, and he's like, "What are you doing? I'm not even dead." I still have the (laughs) algorithm. I still have the algorithm. Oh.
2: I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Did you see Weekend
1: at Bernie's when it was in the theaters?
2: You know what? So uh, a buddy. I love that he has a Weekend at Bernie's story. I do. A buddy of mine and and I I went to the drive-in to see a double feature, the weirdest double feature I can imagine, The Abyss.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Abyss and Weekend at Bernie's?
2: Yeah. It's back then at the drive-in. They would just pair up two. Is Abyss that water movie? Yeah. Okay, yeah. They would just pair up two uh, recent release films, and to show them as a double feature. Oh, my goodness. So it was late. We watched part of the Abyss. Started watching Weekend at Bernie's, and I fell The asleep. Abyss
1: ran first?
2: Yeah. Man, I would think first you'd want your ha, ha, ha. Yeah, your light comedy. Yeah. It's Light. A, a comedy could be about uh, a dead person. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Wow. Crazy that movie did well enough to generate a sequel.
1: Like how is it that the abyss didn't get a sequel, but Weekend at Bernie's it was expensive did? Expensive to make. Yeah. Wait, you think Weekend at Bernie's wasn't? They have like oh. a dead body in that movie.
2: No, it was just an actor who didn't move. Really? Yeah. He returned for the second movie. <laughs> yeah, but that was set
1: moments after the first one. But it was shot years later. Yeah. They really should do like uh, another one of those. No. They yeah, should. They should reboot that no. shit. Absolutely. But like on an, as an FX show, FX has like darker, edgier. Oh, stuff. And make it all. Like All gritty. Super rigor mortis setting in. You. Yeah. He's like a shotgun blast of the head oh victim. <laughs> they're just carrying him around. He's just every, face um, getting
2: everywhere. Gosh. It's gross. It's gross. <laughs> uh, next, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Um, this is a great match, just interrupted by a wonky finish. I want to see these two guys go at it like in a 20 minute pay-per-view match because i think it'd be spectacular drew sometimes does things that boggles my mind i don't know how a guy his size can do it he drops that spine buster on seth yeah and his momentum was starting to take him kind of backwards so we just rotated over right into a pinfall cover oh yeah and i was like whoa it was yeah. so smooth but also seemed just such a like his momentum happened to be taking him that way so we just went with it yeah he's fantastic it was insane what would you rather see Finn added
1: to the IC title match and win it. Let's say it's a fatal four-way. Finn wins it or Drew wins it? Drew. Who would you rather see? Drew. Right now, I want Drew to win it. Yeah, maybe, huh? It'd be fun to see him and Dolph go at it over that. You know? That'd be cool. I
2: could see them doing, making it a fatal four-way and then doing that so, so that that way Drew can't interfere to help Dolph. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how you could justify Finn getting involved Yeah Finn part.
1: shouldn't be In any match like, He should be in that Loser's locker room To be honest with you At this point Dude come on He Instagrammed a picture Of him in that stupid Little dollhouse That Baron Corbin Busted out for him Yeah Come on man You're leader of You're OG leader Of Bullet Club I know You used to say F words mm-hmm. On TV mm-hmm. And now you're Playing around in a toy house mm-hmm. What are they doing over there I told you this before The camera started rolling man They have so many licenses To print money oh, over I there Oh I know And they're just wasting away I know Bob Rude license to print money Yep Finn license saying
2: for years bray wyatt license to print money bray wyatt total license to print money i know it's a bummer yeah man but anyways yeah i can totally see, see kurt angle using that justification for adding drew to the intercontinental title match yeah because then you know you start appealing to drew's competitive nature mm-hmm. it's like why why just help Dolph retain ic title when i can have ic title yeah yeah um but anyways, yeah. Uh, Seth hit a stomp. Dolph runs in, attacks Seth to break up the pin. The ref calls for the bell, and then uh, Seth and Dolph brawl for a bit. Um, Seth drops a suicide dive on, yeah, him. On, on Dolph. Mm-hmm. Gets the upper hand. Yeah. Next, Roman Reigns backstage, uh, maybe playing some uh, Candy Crush or something on his iPad. <laughs> um, Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle walk in. They explain to him that Stephanie McMahon has told them to protect the uh, the, the main event of SummerSlam. That uh, Roman Reigns must be escorted from the building Building, so there would be no uh, confrontation hey. between himself and Brock hey. Lesnar. Hey. So security comes in. They start to escort Roman out. Uh, Baron Corbin mouth is off. Well,
1: he calls for security. He says, security, get in. Officers, get in here. Well, didn't he say
2: something before uh, Roman punched him?
1: No. Oh, they I just stared at each other. because, oh, like, did. So Roman Roman was actually pretty good in this. He was saying, you know, Kurt, you've been in my position before. You've been top dog. You know what it's like. I know you're getting pulled all a bunch of different angles. Actually, Roman is actually pretty good this week. Yeah, I, was, I thought, was, he, I thought yeah, he was fine. I thought he was pretty good this week. Um, and uh, and Kurt could, you know, all he could really do is put his head down. Then Corbin calls for the officers, and Roman's like, "Is this really necessary?" And Kurt doesn't say anything. And as he's walking out, he turns around, and Corbin's just got his shitty grin on yeah, his face. And, and so then, Roman pops him one. That was awesome. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, and then he leaves. Uh, So, after that, we had a B-team interview. Sorry. Where, uh, what's-his-face, Bo Dallas claimed that the B in uh, the B-team stood for? Dream. That does not start with a B. Curtis Axel cracks me up, though.
2: Oh, on commentary, Bo Dallas had me laughing. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was like, I don't like fists and flips. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like, fl- uh, if it's my fist, it's fine, but I don't like other people's fists. <laughs>
1: right.
2: That was great. Yeah, he's good.
1: Curtis, he just, he's got Will Ferrell timing. He kind of Like does, his comedic chops. Yeah. And that look, that's not going to help him become like serious competitor going for the IC title anytime soon. No, no,
2: soon. no. But it can make him a decent uh, tag team champion.
1: He's damn funny. He's damn funny.
2: So, uh, B-team's being interviewed. Uh, the leaders of worlds teleport into the ring. Yeah. And then the Revival top guys walk out.
1: You know, I don't know why I, why I
2: haven't. They're really short. Revival? Yeah. Well, they're probably like 5'10". Yeah.
1: Well, when you're standing in there with guys who are like 6'2 and up, because that's one thing that I noticed here, and I don't know why it just stood out to me so hardcore, is that when they were standing in there with like the B team, who you don't think of as like massive guys, Revival looks so small.
2: Yeah. It's like, man, they look tiny. It doesn't bother me because they're not powerhouses or technical guys. No,
1: I know, but still, it's not very intimidating. You show up and you're not
2: very intimidating. So not everybody has to be intimidating. I think the the, the bloom is off for the
1: revival for me, dude.
2: Why do they always screw up their, their great NXT tag teams? <laughs> it seems like across the board. I don't know, man. Revival was they're easy to book. Yeah. Just let them go out there and put on awesome matches. Yeah, I know. It's all you gotta do. I know. Well,
1: the problem, you know, that, that they sort of just came in. Yeah, I don't know.
2: I honestly don't know. Like, pretty much for the most part, they just screw up all the tag teams. New Day, no. Usos, no. Over on SmackDown, they have all the good tag teams. Yeah, Bar they did a decent job of. Bar they did a great job with. Are you kidding me? But Authors of Pain. Yeah, Raw Ra doesn't
1: know. How, they don't know how to do. Because who's, a, like, Sanity, they're even treating Sanity pretty good. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're giving them wins.
2: Not last week; they lost the New Day last week.
1: They're not doing well. The pay per view, they got to win. Yeah, they're. Uh, I'm kind of surprised. I think Triple H is just a huge demo guy, and I don't think anybody else is because, like, I kind of feel like he should be their bronze Roman, but mm-hmm. they're not treating him like mm-hmm. it. He's just sort of one of the dudes. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and Alexander Wolf is is the guy that eat
1: the. Pay. He's their Carl Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, they treat... Yeah, Raw just treats... I mean, even SmackDown treated the club decently.
2: At first, but now they're not on TV anymore.
1: Well, yeah, but they had a title opportunity. They had a couple wins. Yeah. You know, but geez, Raw's tag team division is garbage. Yeah.
2: And that led to a match between The Revival and Matt and Bray. Mm-hmm. Um, some more kind of miscommunication between Matt and Bray led to a win um dawson pin bray wyatt after a shatter machine it's always great to see the revival pick up a w yes it is because they are still right here to me Uh top guys very short um
1: so after that we had a seth rollins interview where uh he was just saying
2: he was very heated i remember that do you remember what he said no because he was pretty quickly attacked by dolphin drew yes that's true as well but whatever he said was very impassioned yeah
1: he was very impassioned. Oh, that's that's right dolph in his goofy shirt like attacked, attacked Seth. that was great and dolph had his hair all weird and like straightened man i wish dolph, i really wish dolph would go to like new japan he's like a million years old but that'd be fun that would be fun cuz i just there's spots that i think to,
2: other people's probably take I know Like
1: how cool I'd didn't imagine, imagine, imagine
2: if Finn Balor Was in the Dolph Ziggler Spot right now Right That'd be awesome Or
1: Bob Bob Rude
2: Yeah Oh man Are you
1: kidding me I just think
2: Finn Being in that spot Would be great Because he kind of Harkens back to Early early Bullet Club We used to walk to the ring On Bad Luck Fale's shoulders Yeah that kind I know of stuff. I think that'd be great That'd be rad But no He's hanging out In a toy house
1: man A toy freaking house For Prince Devitt Hey Oh uh. Hey uh, Fergal, you want to come over to WWE where the big boys play? You can. Uh, we'll put you in a toy house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think It'd be great. We're gonna have a great run. Well, he thought where the big boys play. <laughs> full stops. Look look period, at the period. But there instead was, was, was it ellipsis. The three periods, <laughs> which meant there was more to it. He showed up with the big boys play in a toy house. In a toy. In a toy house. Look, we'll have a great run
1: in NXT. You'll be great. Then you'll get signed to the main roster. Toy
2: house. <laughs> toy house. It's time to play the game in this toy house.
1: I love that guy. Put him in a toy house.
2: <laughs> Next, Riot Squad versus the Boss and Hug Connection, or Hug and Boss Connection. Uh, really, that's a thing? Yeah, that's what they call on their tag team oh, now. Oh shit! I didn't We're get definitely that. getting these tag team tiles. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we are. And they're definitely going to be the first team. When champions. they're getting
2: matching gear with their yes. their team yeah. name on it. Oh,
1: that's why they did that. Okay, that's right. Yeah, they're going to be the, the tag champs. Yeah. That's so, that's so obvious. Everybody's starting to match up thematically, even like the Riot Squad who
2: doesn't have a Ruby Riot anymore. Yeah, they even, still came out as the Riot Squad. Exactly,
1: yeah. and they have like kind of matching gear. And they talk a lot about Sarah Logan's Viking history, which I don't know why they do that. Um so, anyways, yeah, uh, uh, Bailey got the pin on uh, Liv Morgan. Hey, I do like how they executed their finish, though. Oh, I don't it was know good. If, did they do this last week or not? No, it was a bank statement into. Well, a, it was.
2: It was. It the, was a. Ba- it was it like was a backstabber. The
1: backstabber, which into, is like the open to the bank statement. Yeah,
2: into a Bailey to belly. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, good tag team chemistry. Yeah, they already have some pretty solid tag team chemistry for the
1: future tag champions. Yes. Yeah.
2: The uh, bo- What is it? The boss and hug and boss connection, or boss and hug connection? I'm get that he has a reference to the Rock and Sock connection. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: next, another uh, segment between Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Heyman just lays it out to Brock saying, you know, hey, I have a contract with you, but I also have a contract with WB. If I don't go out there, I'm fired. Yeah. And Lesnar says, I don't care about you. I don't care about WWE Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, get out of here. Hey. Get lost.
1: Yeah. That was rude. Now, like I wonder if they're going to have some sort of motivation for this Brock turn. He said,
2: I don't work for you. You work for me. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, why is, he gonna is it just arrogance?
1: Hubris? I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. I
2: like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, no, I, thought, I, 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 I actually thought Brock did a really good job. I like when he talks. Yeah, me too. Like when he says something, he
1: doesn't. Hey, look, this isn't him just standing there. I know. Smiling and turning purple. And it wasn't
2: just like he was reading lines. He was trying to perform. I know. I know. It was cool. So it's kind of a bummer they didn't give him, or he didn't do more of the stuff um, leading up to this. Well, we have what we have now. Exactly. So uh, main event segment of the show, saw Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin walk to the ring. uh, Kurt Angle says, all right, Heyman, come out here. Put up. Give us Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Heyman walks out and kind of, with very little enthusiasm, does the... uh, that was hilarious. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul yeah, Heyman. That was great. That was good. It was like zero enthusiasm. So he walks to the ring. Um, uh, Kurt Angle calls Brock the worst universal champion of all time. Yeah. And Heyman sees an opportunity for himself here. He says,
1: these people are, are used to champions who are here, who are present. Brock Lesnar might be the worst universal champion of all time. And then Heyman like jumps on that, trying to ingratiate himself to Kurt Angle, trying not to get fired from his WWE contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He says, yeah, no, I agree with you brock lesnar is the worst universal champion of all time um which brings out brock lesnar yes so then he comes out
2: uh he takes the mic he mm-hmm. goes kurt angle goes you have a problem with me yeah and then gives him an f5 yeah yeah he looks
1: at baron corbin and they have a little, a little bit of a stare down and i really wish they would have given, given baron like one more little bit of direction i don't know what but some reaction that isn't, like, super scared. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. he didn't really do super scared. He was no, just, no, like, no. wise about what he was doing. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going to take an F5 right now. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, if it was more like, I'm not going to take an F5 right now, but when I got a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. End of days for you, Brock Lesnar. But it was, It was. Uh, I, you know, I like that. Yeah. Um, And then uh, Heyman hands Brock the universal title, pats him on the back. Sort
1: of acting like, oh, yeah, this is great,
2: buddy, buddy. Brock is smiling and laughing. Yeah, and then Brock grabs Heyman by the face. Yeah. Drives him to the mat and pins him on the mat with his knee on his chest. Ooh, that looked brutal. And then Heyman's like, I can't breathe. Yeah. Brock let go.
1: Yeah. WWE really needs to be careful with stuff like that. Heyman's a big dude, and he's not exactly young that's like a heart attack waiting to happen Mm -hmm. that's
2: terrifying Mm -hmm. but hopefully it made for some effective television it really did it was terrifying it was really scary and you had part of the crowd chanting for roman
1: yeah no you had here's the thing here's the thing and i don't know maybe it was a, a trick audio i don't know but there was a very loud we want roman chat and then the 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 boo birds
2: you know the there, was haters, a cor- there was a corresponding Roman sucks chant, which wasn't
1: to- nearly as loud as the We want Roman. No, word. you couldn't even it. You close. could hear, you it, could but hear yeah. it, but yeah. it was not even close. So I just find it. It's kind of funny. It's like, oh well. It took one episode for people. You know, we, we did one thing right, and people are chanting We want Roman. I'm telling you, man. People, I think people want to cheer for Roman. They just they need to give them good creative. Yeah,
2: they've never had a reason to they've do it.
1: They've never had a
2: reason. Um, let's go to some uh, questions. I'll start with the Super Chat here. OG Sneakerhead, $2. He says, useless, not issue, in uh, relation to his previous questions. I didn't have my coffee today. Um, oh, we have a lot more. So I'm right ahead to that one. Chase Het- Hetrick, $5.55. NXT tag teams flop all the time, even though the tag division has been amazing for a long time.
1: Nonstop player, $3. Which is worse? Three-hour SmackDowns. Four-hour Raw. Four-hour Raw. A Four-hour Raw.
2: That would be just punishing. Yeah. Tom Fox five dollars. Do you think the abrupt change in direction with Sasha Bailey indicates them becoming the first oh, women's tag yes. champion? Yes. yes, yes, yes. OG sneaker. I already got that one. Disco Gumby five dollars. Since the 2016 brand split was been your favorite main roster feud and NXT. Uh, Roman Braun was my favorite main roster feud probably.
1: I would say probably or Sasha, Sasha Charlotte. Charlotte. That was yeah. right up there, too. Yeah. Both
2: those are really good. Charlie Mercury,
1: $5. Hey, friendos, the cruiserweight assassin Charlie Mercury here. Have some of my
2: money. All thank right, you, Thank Charlie. you, Charlie. Joe Juarez, $2. I wish they did this cooler Roman two years ago.
1: Yep. You know what would have been even cooler is if the people started chanting, we want Roman, and he was still there, heard them, and was like, oh, sorry, where, he have you, chance. where have you been all this time? I know.
2: <laughs> Oh now, you, of years, oh, now you want me Plenty of years you could have asked for me to come out And I would have happily yeah. Yep. Anyways, let's answer some questions
1: I'm going to bring up this question thread From the Patreon Patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson You can ask questions there If you want um, da, 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 da. Here we go Why are none? nobody's People need to start uploading these questions Oh, here we go
2: you got a long one from Tommy T. Hey, friend, so I mean no disrespect with this question, but how much do you guys let your bias towards a wrestler affect your views on them, their performance? In general, because I noticed it a lot during Matt chat when comparing Dolph and HBK, Larson said HBK was a way better promo than Dolph, when in reality, if you look at his career of promos, HBK had maybe six great memorable promos in his career, maybe even less. If you take away the ones where he crossed the line that only he was allowed to, in comparison, look at Dolph's promos against Ambrose, Miz, and Seth, and the only reason his promos are less memorable because we see him as less important.
1: I kind of agree with him. to Be honest with you, I don't know about the the bias thing. I mean, I don't know. We all have our own biases. Yeah, I mean, like you we know, we all have I'm, our own predilections. You know,
2: I'm a, I'm a fan of Hbk. I, I, you know, I, I know he's not exactly known as the best promo guy, but I think when his promos, when he's done good promos, they've been good. I think they're on par. I mean, that's I, I didn't, I didn't really, I don't want
1: to spend twenty minutes debating the issue because I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I think that Dolph's best promos. I think are better than HBK's best promos, I do. I think that when he gets really impassioned and starts talking
2: like e- exactly what he's talking well, here, about here, with is, the
1: stuff with The Miz and Seth and maybe stuff. Maybe this
2: is the thing is, is, I feel like with Dolph, there's promos he has done that have been very good. Yeah. But then there's droughts. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't feel yeah. like, it, that, I mean, that's really the thing is, I feel like Dolph's promo work is inconsistent uh-huh. and that could be a matter of creative opportunity, whatever it is. But that's my perception. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like HBK was relatively consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he was never great at promos. He was never on the Stone Cold Rock level, far from it. But he went out there and he delivered his promo. There's never a point where you're like, rarely a point where you're like, uh. Yeah, no,
1: I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, I'll put it this way. HBK's worst promos weren't as bad as Dolph's, Dolph's worst, worst promos. promos, but I think Dolph's best promos could be were better so it depends, than depends, HBK's. It depends
2: what what you value most, I guess, consistency or just high moment, high yeah. spots. You know, but, yeah. good but question.
1: No, I, I do, but I do think that I do think, and I don't take any disrespect from it, no. but I do think that you know our own biases, you know, what we like in wrestling, mm-hmm. they will affect the way we view things. Absolutely, you know, oh, absolutely, yeah. Anything we spew here is simply our opinion. Yeah. And we we tend to stick by those opinions. Yeah. so I don't know
2: um, Double T hey guys So for some reason I was rewatching Roman versus Brock at the greatest Royal Rumble And I saw at the end of the match after the spear when Roman rolled off his feet were on the curtain that hangs yeah, off the side of the mess. ring the whole time then Brock stood up meaning this whole angle is pointless But my question from that is have you ever re-watched a match and noticed something interesting? You didn't notice the first time and if so what? I watched,
1: uh, uh, re- I rewatched uh, Deadwood, the TV show recently. <laughs>
2: oh, you always pick up new things. And, and you, you always pick re-watch up new things, yeah. Um, matches? I don't know. Larry Otto on Twitter was in the lead up to Omega Okada, mm. um, had a lot of gifts up from their various matches and mm. Meltzer on one of them pointed out just a small little detail about how after I think Okada hit a Rainmaker, the first thing Omega did was roll over on his stomach Mm -hmm. so he wasn't just ready to be pinned i was like oh small little details like that are interesting to pick up you know the second or third time you watch something yeah 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 uh let's see
1: here um Worm here in the discord wants to know are we gonna see demon balor is balor gonna have to bust out the demon (laughs) to beat baron corbin
2: (laughs) no i don't think we're gonna you don't think so i don't think so
1: either i think he's gonna straight up win
2: yeah that has to be the case. Uh, the Nightcrawler. Hey guys, so I know Larson has a low opinion of Impact, so this question is primarily for Steve. Okay. What wrestlers can you see realistically see WWE releasing that could realistically be signed to Impact and make a really big, well, Impact, I guess? For Aww. example, I feel like Chris Hero being released wouldn't shock me and I think it's believable if he signed with Impact. It depends what his role is at in NXT. If he's like a player-coach, then I don't see him being released.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what his goals are. Um, if he really wants to go out there and wrestle, I think that's that's probably a good, I mean, that's a good, that's as good a, a suggestion as any, just because, okay, so Apollo Crews, if they released him, I could see him going to Impact, because, man, could you imagine, kind of like Rich Swan, mm-hmm. like that dude shows up at Impact, and it's like, okay, well, let me show you what I can really do, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Apollo Crews, kind of the same thing. I could see him getting released. I could well, I, It'd be a shame, but I could see it happening, and then I could see him going to to Impact, and it's like, hey, look, this is what I can actually do. Yeah. So there's a couple names.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: but uh, Chris Hero is a bit different. Like Impact has sort of turned the corner, or at least they're they're gaining some buzz now. They're working. They announced the um, LAX is going to take on the Young Bucks on that cruise. That's cool. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's really cool. So they're so they're doing like an Impact Ring of Honor thing. Um, Now that they're sort of building better relationships with the the larger independent scene, I say independent, Ring of Honor is not independent, but you know what I mean, the larger non-WWE scene, um, I could see Chris Hero doing like a Ring of Honor slash impact thing perhaps, Mm -hmm. maybe. I think it'd be
2: fun. Uh, Tyler Stover, $5. After last night, it kind of seems they're going towards the Roman save us from Brock angle. Do you all agree? Yeah, that's kind of been the overriding storyline. Going all the way back that, to that's to, like the what build they were. That's mania. what they
1: were like hinting at a mania, but then it just mm-hmm. didn't turn into that, mm-hmm. which is weird.
2: Um, Martin Hernandez, first question: Hey, friendos, what are some kayfabe reasons as to why Rhino was wearing a Deleters of world shirt in the Mojo Rude locker room segment? He's a fan. He's just, he's a fan. he's just a fan. He's a fan. It's a good kayfabe. Mo reason. Clo, master of the low blow, power rank other magazines. Brock Lesnar would read. Um, other magazines he would read. Yeah, would
1: he be like a history buff, like an old frontier history type thing? Maybe
2: if it relates to how he can live out in the frontier now.
1: Well, yeah, because like at what do you think? There's been massive advancements in living in the frontier. In fact, now? I in fact I,
2: I do think there have. I has, really been. think there have been. I mean, there's things like electricity. Yeah, uh, no, but plumbing?
1: dude, listen, if you're going out to live in the frontier, you're going to do it legitimately. You're not going to go not living
2: in the frontier to a KOA. Leg- legitimately, come on. He has a huge hunk of land in the middle of nowhere. He was reading
1: a magazine called The Woods Back, the, not just The Woodsman, The, the Backwoodsman. Backwoodsman. I realize
2: that, but it's he not like... all about survivalism. He, no, I don't know if he's all about it, because he's not, he's not off the grid. Brock Lesnar's on the grid. Oh, that dude, I guarantee you, he would love to be off the grid.
1: He hates people with a passion. Well, that's why he just lives out in the middle of nowhere. Yes, and he'd love to be even in the middle or of even more nowhere. Oh, think so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, about that? I'm telling you, man, the Frontiersman magazine. That's what he's going to be reading. Guns and ammo, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> great question. Ollie W. Ottawa's finest friendo. Uh, who would win in a fight? The dog on Roman's shirt or the wolf on Corbin's Titan Tron? Oh, the wolf. I feel like the wolf would
2: win. Yeah, it's a feral animal saw Higgins, $2. Could you, you see another Brock-Engle match at Mania? No.
1: No, but boy, that'd be cool. I'd be, be cool. down for it. I'd be fine with it.
2: Um, Ty Dillinger, escape plan. Has any long-term storyline been as directionless as Sasha ah. versus Bayley? They made magic at NXT, but their main roster storyline has been so meandering and pointless. I just feel fast-forwarded through their segment on Raw last week. Oh, I just fast-forwarded, sorry. There, uh, There's no through line and no reason to care. See, no,
1: see, so here's the thing. It's not directionless. It's gone in so many they different directions.
2: Changed directions yes. so many times. It has been so all over the map. Um, CM Punk finds it inadmissible in court. Is the only problem with the Roman Brock storyline is that no one likes Roman? That's kind of a major part of it. Like if everything else was the same, but it was Finn instead of Roman, would everyone at least appreciate the long term booking?
1: No. Be, here's because here's the thing up until last night literally last night it was the first that we actually saw them implement that storyline successfully with brock yeah and successfully because up till then like it made like okay him no showing isn't really implementing a storyline with him you know and then when he showed up they just did like a regular normal him mm-hmm. versus roman thing mm-hmm. where they attack each other
2: um auntie Hamalayan. Kayfabe reasons Braun didn't try to cash in last night. He's still chasing after Kevin Owens
1: Yeah, he's 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 one track mind dude
2: disco Gumby $2. Love the shirt Steve What's your favorite album? It still moves, right? It
1: still moves my favorite my morning jacket album for sure And it's probably in my top five
2: all-time albums also Wow. Uh, let's see here Bobby Mincy. Yeah been here all this time and first-time question does Bobby Roode versus Mojo Raleigh bring Mojo to the upper mid card or Bobby down to the lower card. It's the ladder. It's the ladder.
1: It, I hate to say that, but I think you're right. Oh,
2: 100 right. That's so
1: sad. It is. Oh dear. Because not
2: like Bob Root is ever on Raw. At least firmly established on the I upper know. mid card. I
1: know. I know. He, dude. He walked into. The, here's here's the biggest tell. He walked into the losers' locker room. He walked in there. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah, it wasn't
2: as if Mojo walked into his locker room, right, and called him out, right. He just happened to be hanging out in the losers' locker room, man, or have his locker there.
1: All right, uh, longest former champ Maddie here in the Discord. Power rank wrestlers that Heyman should manage if he splits
2: from Brock. I don't think he should manage anybody. Really? No, I think the his partnership with with Brock has been so singular. I don't know. Every time they try to pair up Heyman with somebody else. Oh, it fails. Yeah. Miserably. So don't even try. Yeah. Would you like to do some play-per-view, Steve? Yeah, I'll do some play-per-view. We usually do summer slime, but let's do uh, a bash at the beach.
1: Oh, man. Trending post from Nextdoor app. A skunk in my yard. Oh, dear. Did I tell you the other night I went for a run on my way back? It had gotten pretty dark. And uh, this car passed me by on the road, right? Oh. And uh, I know, a great way to start a story. And it stopped suddenly.
2: Ooh. And. Story's getting even better.
1: Right in front of it, in the headlights, was a fucking skunk. Oh, I hate them so much. Yeah, you don't like skunks. Oh, I hate them so bad. And it, like, scurried off to the side into, like, the area that I was going to be in. Within moments, because I was still walking, You could
2: have got skunked.
1: I could have got skunked, so I had to like take it very slow. Like walked out into the road. Wow! It was like walking very slowly. Wow! And I could get a whiff of it of the Oof. skunks.
2: Oh P. man, dude. it was terrifying. That's it might have been the worst night of my life. I'm gonna do bleat. Uh, oh god, listen to this. this dude, beach no. blast 93. He says
1: that's awesome. We seem to have adopted four skunks that show up every night in our yard. I wouldn't really mind them, but we have a dog. Anyone know who or how to get rid of them? That's terrifying. And then this person says, turn on your sprinklers. They don't like water. There you go. Wow.
2: Solved. <laughs> what are you doing, Beach Blast? 93 is the precursor to Bash at the Beach. Beach blo- When do they start doing? Well, this is from July, 93. I guess they started doing Bash at the Beach in 94 when it was Hogan Flair.
1: We'll see if they have a 1991 one.
2: Well, you see that. I already have my no, pick.
1: I'm going to see if they have oh, it. Oh, I think it you're was asking in me, too. just the summer of 92 and summer of 93, so you have 93. I have 93. I'm going to do 92. I'll all, do right, all right, all right, go first. How many matches Eight. do you have? I have nine. I'll get rid of the first one. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, the champion, I'm sorry, the WCW light heavyweight champion, Brian Pillman. All right. Defended his title against Scotty Flamingo. Oh, Raven. Yes, very uh, won? Pillman
2: won. Uh, no, Scotty Flamingo. Wow. Won. I didn't know that he was ever the light heavyweight champion. I didn't know that either. Uh, next singles match: for the WCW World Television Title. The challenger Ron Simmons taking on the champion Paul Orndorff.
1: I'll say Orndorff.
2: Yeah, Mister Wonderful.
1: A singles match in which uh, Ron Simmons took on Terry Taylor. Oh, Ron
2: Simmons. Very good. Um, tag team match, Tex Slaesinger and Shanghai Pierce versus Two Cold Scorpio and Marcus Bagwell. The Scorpio team. Yeah. Uh, a singles match. Uh, the
1: aforementioned Marcus Bagwell versus Greg Valentine. I'll go with
2: Marcus Bagwell.
1: Wrong. Greg Valentine wow. by
2: submission made him tap out. Wow. Shocking. Singles match. Eric Watts versus Lord Steven Regal.
1: No, Eric Watts.
2: Nope. No? No. The
1: boss's son didn't win? Nope. Oh, no. All right. I'm going to put a finger. Uh, a bikini contest. Okay. Oh. oh uh, Medusa with Paul E. Dangerously mm-hmm. versus Missy Hyatt.
2: I guess Missy. Yeah, Missy won. Um, singles match, Max Payne versus Johnny B. B. Bad. What year was this? 93.
1: I'm not sure they were pushing Johnny B. Bad too hard back then. Max Payne. No. Ah, oh, son of a bitch.
2: Yeah, you should have stuck with your, uh, your first instinct. I was Man.
1: gonna, and then I changed it. Falls count anywhere match. Ooh. Cactus Jack versus
2: Sting. That might have been a good one. Oh, wow. Sting. Uh, yes, very good. Uh, WCW World Tag Team Championship match The challenger is the four horsemen Paul Roma and Arn Anderson Versus the Hollywood Blondes The horsemen No
1: No? 30 minute Iron Man match uh, Rick Rude versus Ricky Steamboat Oh
2: that's probably really good Yeah Isn't he two? Yeah i go with Steamboat uh, Yes Four to three uh, Iron Man match for the uh, the vacant WCW United States Championship. Mm. Rick Rude mm. versus Dustin Rhodes. I'll say Dustin Rhodes. It was a draw. Tied 1-1 after 30 minutes. All right.
1: Uh, six-man tag team match with Ole Anderson, a special guest referee. <laughs> so you know he called it right down the middle. Right down the middle. Yeah. Uh, it was the Dangerous Alliance team of Arn, Steve Austin, and Bobby Eaton. Versus Dustin Rhodes, Barry Windham, and Nikita Koloff. Uh,
2: Dangerous Alliance team. No. Darn it. Uh, Next, singles match for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. The champion, Barry Windham. Oh, nice. Versus Ric Flair. I'll say Windham. No. No? Jesus, man. I
1: am eating shit right now. Tag team match. The main event was for the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Steiners were the champions. Terry Gordy and
2: Steve Williams the uh, the challengers I'll go with the challengers 30 minute time limit draw oh darn you can get one more match Um, tag team main event their title was not the main event Uh, the masters of the powerbomb the team of Vader and Sid versus Sting and Davey Boy Smith Uh, masters of the powerbomb is a good tag team name that's a great name. Uh, I mean you gotta go with Sting. Yeah, you do have to All go with right. Sting. Sting's well, correct. I only lost by one. You lost by one. Choose a card. I choose Brie Bella.
1: Nice! Bree mode or something. Yeah, Bree mode. Do we have any more Super Chats
2: before nope, we leave? No, that's it. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks we'll, uh, for joining us. holding it that damn music. We'll see you all tomorrow. Have a good one. There we go. There's some music for you. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Appreciate it. Doug, you guys later. Patrons, stay tuned. We'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah, uh,
1: head up the Patreon wall. We'll be there in, a,
2: like you said, a couple minutes. Yeah. Bye. Bye.